Before we get started, please take the time to like, add, and subscribe to our pages on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and iTunes. Also, please leave us a review. We can wander our way over, you know, because this is Wolfram Ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink. Clink. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another wonderful Wandering Ways episode. It is yours truly, the uh, Reverend Mark. I even got it on the water bottle. Reverend Mark. Um, and with me per usual, per usual, per common course, per uh, a custom per just the way it is it is ranger zach ranger zach how you doing my man i love i love that we call me ranger zach because i was a ranger for like a year but it counts it right like two no it was a full just about a full year no i thought it was longer than that uh, basically 2017 man well, I mean, you're called Ranger Zach, and I'm Reverend, even though, like, yes, technically I am a Reverend, but it's like one of those online ordainships. It's not like that real. It still counts. You were a Ranger for a year. You wanted to marry me and Thea, and, you know, it's all right. We got we got Mr. David Knoyer. That was good. I I try to marry everyone. I will. I I'm the kind of person that will, like, I'll find out you're getting married, and I will, up until the day of your wedding, I'll be like, hey, if you need a guy, I know someone. I mean, you signed the document. That's pretty close, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I remember when I was doing it, I was like, wait, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. I didn't send up to sign anything. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. No, it's all good. It's uh, it's the fun in the game. Um. No, man, what you been up to? I just, I've been painting quite a bit these last couple nights and just kind of going off that creative. I have some great ideas coming out. Like these next few that you're going to see are going to just be like, that's how I feel. Nice. Uh, I, I mean, good for you. Glad you're doing something um, with your time because uh, I haven't been doing shit other than work. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the little bit of free time I do have, if I had to say I was doing anything, it's actually playing the ukulele. I've been, I've picked it up, I think, within the last couple of weeks, I've been playing it more. All right, so, you know, as you say that, as you say that, um, is yeah. that coming with us to Iceland? The ukulele? Of course. I always travel with the ukulele. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. That is the best thing to travel with, like hands down. I have had such great success traveling with it. Success that, you know, I play it, kick, kicks and giggles here and there, have a lot of fun. But like people love talking to you when you're holding like an instrument of some sort for whatever reason. So it's yeah. a great conversation starter. I mean, shoot, when I was in Amsterdam, uh, or not Amsterdam, sorry, uh, Christania, which is in Copenhagen, which is like Copenhagen's Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. You can literally buy weed from vendors. Like you can buy uh, joints and spliffs. This guy's like, hey, man, 
if you play me a, a song, I'll give you I'll give you a joint for free. And so I was like, all right. So I played him somewhere over the rainbow because, you know, when you're going to ask be asked to play a song on the ukulele, you got to make it stereotypical. Right. <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh, sweet, man. What do you want? <laughs> and so like me and the people I was with, we, we took because uh, they didn't have just a weed joint. It's a spliff. So okay. uh, had tobacco in it. So we took that. Ended up having some uh, live, there was like a free concert going on in the area. We just hung out and, and uh, listened to live music. So it was kind of worth it. That's crazy, man. No, I'm just curious. I mean, I guess we got to have like a top five for the Iceland, what we're bringing to Iceland, because that's going to make your list. Like some people, some people, you know, they're like, Mark, what the hell are you doing? You got to prioritize you know, no. And that is your priorities. So I'd be interested to, it would be interesting to see. Cause I like, I think about it. Like I think about like the cameras, like I'm bringing that long lens, that fucking behemoth of a lens. I'm going to pop, pop, pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have a lot of camera equipment. I have a feeling. Is, is, that, is that a, is that a problem? Oh, I not saying it's a problem. I'm not saying it's a good thing either. I'm just saying I have a feeling you're going to bring a lot of camera equipment. I'm going to bring my camera. I'm going to bring that long lens. I'm going to bring the wide angle lens. I'm going to bring I'm going to bring all the lenses cuz they just they fit in the bag, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. bring the GoPro. I'm going to bring my phone. That's a lot. I mean but again, Oh, and the Polaroid, and the Polaroid, because like, how do you not bring the Polaroid to Iceland? The Polaroid, I think, depending on the picture, I think the Polaroid would be pretty legit. I I haven't, I haven't quite thought as far out as the picture, but I, I do. That's another reason why I want to hit a thrift store. Hopefully, to be fair, I don't think it's a picture you plan out with the Polaroid. I think it just, there will be like a moment you're like, this is the Polaroid pick. Right. No, I agree with you. And I want to do kind of similar to like these, these photos where I have like the map. I want a map. I want a map of Iceland and I want to put the photos around it. Okay. 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 I see. I see where you're going with it. I see That'll be actually kind of cool. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm super stoked for Iceland. Um, I am too. uh, I don't know how many cameras. I know I'm bringing my uh, Super 8 and I'm bringing the GoPro for sure. In your phone. And then, well, yeah, the phone. But but I don't know if I'm going to bring like an actual camera or not. I haven't. I've been going three different ways on it. So uh, it will be something I decide in like four weeks from now. That's just as much as me. Your Polaroid is my Polaroid is your Super 8 and the GoPro and then the camera. If you bring the camera, I mean, it's not going to take up much space if you think about it. But one thing when I've learned traveling and going out and, and kind of, you know, what it's a good kind of segue into today's episode with Yellowstone, you know, is is what do you take photos of what do you take videos of what do you take um those moments of and and in reality my phone is so purely social media 
I, I've, I've come because you film you film in the way social media is is shot in that up and down iPhone way, right? You're not getting wide angle. I'm mm-hmm. a wide angle guy, straight up and down, true and through. One, two, three. You know what I mean? I like my wide angle, so that's why I have my camera. I'm gonna bring the camera. That and that long lens is gonna be for dope shots and um, animals. I like it for a lot for animals, wildlife, because you can get you can get some good shots of wildlife with it. Um, the GoPro, I think, is any kind of water kind of shots um, that you could dip it in water. Uh, any three sixty shots, I wanted to say, and then I kind of like, I like where you're going with your super eight with the people, and I th- I think that's where if I were to with the GoPro, it would be more with like the fun interactive stuff we do. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's a that was kind of well the Super 8 is the, you know, the behind the scenes more of like capturing us in it. That's what my plan to use it is. The GoPro um and the GoPro is kind of why I've been very I don't know how I feel about bringing another camera. Um cuz I'm going to use I'm going to do usual GoPro stuff. And I, I might even like do a little throwbacky to where um like if you go back, like if you watch, I think we talked about it literally last episode when we were talking about Banff. When you look back at the 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 video of that trip, like have that style, do that style again, maybe slightly differentiate it to where it's not just music the whole time. Maybe like get some real life audio along mixed in there and that's just because i'm a better editor now but that the fact you can take photos on the gopro is why i'm thinking i might not bring a regular camera but where i'm also stuck is i really badly want like a nice picture of a puffin i got i got you like i want a picture of a puffin i want to I want a picture of a puffin that I can like legitimately frame. So I'll just let you, I'll, we'll put the long lens on my camera. You can take a few angles that you like. It'll be, it'll be marked. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll do. <laughs> I think that'll work. I think that'll work because if we could get, if we could get your, uh, because you, you also have your phone that'll take those photos that, uh, that, that, you you want to keep as well and if like you said yeah you can focus be. On the, between the gopro and your phone you'll get that's the stuff I, you that, that's kind of why what my thought was there is i oh, i think i'll be good enough with that well and you're and you're the primary driver so this fuck <laughs> uh but no we're not here to talk about who's driving to ice in iceland or not no 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 not today no, today we're here to bring along one of our top fives, another top five, uh, a little different, a little different than usual. Uh, I'll admit it. Um, this is top five things in the national park known as Yellowstone. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super excited. Uh, this is, we've been there enough. 
So we think that we can uh, narrow down all of the amazing things that are in Yellowstone to the things that just give us that extra bit of chuckle, that little bit of extra oohs and ahs. Our places, when we go now, we're like, yeah, let's head over there because it's just that sweet. And if it's so good, we'll invite our friends and family to do the top five of Yellowstone with us as well later on because this is a fun park. Yes, it is. It Um, is for sure. Anyways, I think this time I'll start it off. My reasoning being is like Yellowstone's kind of your park there. So I think it's better if we save your excitement of each of them for after, after I go. So I think that's, that's how I want to go. I want to start it off. I want to be, I'm clocking in. I'm uh, I've written my ticket. Submitted it into the draft. We're here. We're going. Pick number five. Number five on my list of favorite things in Yellowstone National Park. Uh, Lower Geyser Basin. Love me some geysers. And I think that's part of the park. Well, I think it's pretty. And then along with the geysers in there, uh, I think... It's kind of like that's just an extra extra tick on the old box of very cool. You're talking the one with the lower guys are the the old faithful grand prismatic that 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 area of the park, correct? Yeah, but not necessarily like uh oh where's steamboat geyser that's lower basin that's yeah nor norris geyser basin oh then that's the one i'm thinking of <laughs> norris geyser basin no that's what i thought you were going i thought that's where you yeah were going. oh that, that's the, the way, one i'm thinking of the, the steamboat over there the way you walk that whole valley yeah because i was like the yeah. lower yeah that's like the big old faithful area kind of yeah n- well i mean that area is pretty sweet too but um right, right. the norris one that one I've done it. I've walked to it once in the snow during the winter, which was really cool. And I've done it without the snow, which is equally as cool. Uh, it would probably shoot up to the top of the list uh, if Steamboat ever went off while I was there. <laughs> right. But that's just because it'd be so freaking unique of a, of a stop that I think, you know, it'd be just ultimate. Just, oh, that's an amazing spot. I can't believe it hasn't gone off in like a while. It was going off like crazy and then it just like stopped. That's that's geysers for you, you know? No, I like that spot. That, that that's a it's a nice walk. That's actually I think it's under construction right now. So oopsie. Yeah. It is what it is. Um my number five is the canyon, the Yellowstone Canyon, the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone. I like that area. I like the junction. I like the visitor center. I like uh, kind of what's just what's all going on right there. Um, I feel that it you got that artist point, you know, kind <laughs> of picture of Yellowstone uh, of the of the waterfall. Um, I've been there all times of the year, um, not winter. I want to go there in the winter. I want a snowmobile there in the winter. Um, but we'll try. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's so cool. I don't know. I like it. I like it. It's beautiful. It's a nice Canyon. There's good kind of wildlife kind of in that area too. Sometimes Um, 
and then just the like I said, that visitor center and this is good memories there. Just good memories. Totally. I feel that. Uh ironically, this is probably when it comes to this park, this is the one area that I always forget about. Like I just flat out will forget it's there because you know, you remember the, the all the valleys, the geysers, the hot pots, you know, the big pools, the lake, that. And for some reason, even though I've been, I think I've been to the the falls there, like the artist point and all that, like three times. And yeah. for some reason, I just, I forget about it. No, and it's definitely, it's one of, like even Lamar Valley, people forget about that quite a bit. And it's just interesting because it's, it's also the time of the year you're in the park, the closures, the... The oh, we're in staying in West Yellowstone, we're staying in Jackson, we're staying at Bozeman, right? The different the different things you can do, how much time you have. Um and it, yeah, I mean that's the canyon, and I think you're right. It is kind of one of those areas where people kind of they they bypass it or they don't really have the time because that parking lot fills up. But even then that parking lot, it's worth the it's worth the walk, it's worth the hike. I mean, get out, you're in a park, walk around. Um, you know. When you do, I think, the day trip of Yellowstone, that's what I like. When you do the day trip from Billings, you know, you wake up early in the morning, you do that sunrise of the Beartooth Pass. Beautiful. And you roll in that Lamar Valley, you get some wildlife, early action, boom, bang, boom. And then you kind of move into uh, the the canyon area and you get in, you kind of start getting into the more than the natural features of the park. Um I like that. And then, you know, the drive across like the lake, like you're saying, and then into the geysers, you know, you get those geothermal features. And then as the day concludes, you kind of work your way out that paradise Valley. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. It is hundred percent, hundred percent agree uh, with you there. Moving on um, to my number four, I'm going to be honest. It's kind of, it's a bit specific, uh, but when I tell you why it's specifically, uh, you'll understand. Um, but it's at Old Faithful, and it's the other side of the little uh, viewing oh, yeah. of Old Faithful, where nobody seems to go. <laughs> no, and, you're absolutely. I think yeah. it's absolutely hilarious that it's like not even like point two of a mile, and uh, nobody goes there. No, they all sit in the the stands, the the benches. You're absolutely right. They don't walk around, and, and you get a different view, an angle uh, without the people. Um, you kind of get the runoff of the water. That's a really cool geyser for sure. Um, I want to do the hike to see uh, it from above, like behind. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah. definitely like the more and more we get into Yellowstone Park, the more and more I want to explore those those true backcountry hikes and those true, like I want to get up to that, like hell's a roaring Creek and stuff like that in the park. There's some really good backcountry in there. Um, mm-hmm. Be bear aware. Um, just talk I'm aware. Let them know. They're there. I'm aware. Their bears are there. I'm aware of it. <laughs> no, I, I like that. I mean, it's, it's a good, it's a good, ba- the old faithful area. I mean, old faithful's on my list. Not quite yet, but like, that backside and then like you said you it, it leads you off right to those other hikes in that area um mm-hmm. there's certain like that's why i really i really do want to stay 
we stayed in the cabins that time, but actually stay like there for a couple of days, you know, make that that little section, huh? Like make that your base. No, you know what I mean? Like you, like you can't like, like that, like you say in the cabin. So like you will go do the hike. You will go here in the morning. You'll go this way in the morning, that way. You know what I mean? Like when you camp in certain parts of the park, like guard, like take Gardner, for example, with Jared, right? Like every morning we're hitting kind of like that Lamar Valley or that North part in the morning. Right. Which is great. I mean, it's a good time to see animals, but like, it's like, let's do morning on the lake. Let's do morning in the Chetons. Let's do morning, you know, work it around um, when you're in those parks too. But like to do a hike like that, like, you know, spend the time in the area. So you do force yourself to say, no, we'll do this hike this evening because we're staying here. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean by now um, by making that the base. And that makes sense that you would want to do that. Cause I mean, you've been there and you go enough nowadays and you have uh, Jared lives so close that, you know, you, you hit the big items up North very, uh, a lot. And so right. to switch it up, I, I feel you on that one. Well, right. And that's why, like, that was another reason why this winter I was really wanting to go snowmobiling out of West Yellowstone. Cause you make West Yellowstone, the base, you fish those lakes over there, you know, you mm-hmm. just change it up. You just, you just, experience something new you try something different you you, and you know at the end of the day yeah it is with the people you go with and that's the true true experience but i i mean it's fun to experience those new things together i think those are those moments that you look back on i know people are like oh you still have good moments if you do the same thing but go and change it up right go and let's go let's go see what you know, I really want to go camping in that Tetons. I really want to spend like two, three, four days in the Tetons. Me too. I want to get to the Tetons a bit more. Maybe this summer. Uh, no, I got too much going this summer. Would love to, but I've got too much going. Um, you make it work. You make it work. Um, but moving on to your number four. Uh, this one kind of like yours, getting getting interesting, getting topic twisty. Uh, the wolves. Mm-hmm. The wolves make my number four. Um, the reason I choose this is I really like what Yellowstone has done with the reintroduction of the wolves. People were all against it. Oh, you're reintroducing a species that's not really common down there. The like, yes, the Alaskan wolves are a little bit more like they are bigger and they are, but like they didn't they didn't take the big ones. They took the small ones. They took the ones that were most likely to be like the Montana wolves and the Montana, like when you look at the way they interact with the elk, you know, they're not killing off the elk in numbers that the elk are just like devastated. You know, it's, it's natural, healthy numbers that everything's managed at. Um, Cause even the wolves that do get killed off by the humans, you know, outside of the park, like it's man, it's managed and it's working it's it, and it's it's shown to be effective you know like and it, it just makes sense like when you look over at like what's happening in eastern oregon uh with your guys is in the cascades you know or or central oregon with the wolves there like what that will ultimately do for just the environment in that area time will tell time will tell on that one uh yeah no the wolves uh wolves are pretty cool I'll I'll admit, you know, I've only ever seen the one wild, um, that we that uh, we flash that flash, huh? 
Yeah, the one uh, it was at the end of the twelve parks and whatever, however many. We should have just stopped. I didn't. I don't know why. Why I didn't just stop. I think you were when was you a saw it. You it. were like right by it. You know, it was like it literally like looked to your right out the right window instead of like. For me, it's more up front. I had the easier opportunity to stop. I feel yeah. Like, but you, I, I don't think you could have one because you also had the car in between us. So I think it would have been hard for you to stop in that moment. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, that was, it was really cool. That was neat to see. Um, definitely getting those wolves like that. Definitely want to see more uh, when you have those moments. Uh, def- you know, rather than look up on a hill, there's one sitting there. Oh, is that a rock? No, that's the wolf. <laughs> you know, through a spotting scope. Uh, no, it's good. They, they, wolvers do a good job. They keep track of them. So, you know, really follow them if you want to see what's going on. Wake up early, too. The wolves are active mm-hmm. early. They're active now, the springtime. There's a lot of good food, young food, a lot of bison being born. So they're feeding. They're, you know, they're out. Uh, I want to go see some here. Hopefully, hopefully over Memorial Day or something, I can get out and go the park again that's kind of the plan um for now but yeah the wolves i like the wolves in need of led lights for your vehicle look no further than our friends at oxteo keeping our vehicles well lit while on the road while looking for bigfoot make sure to use code ruguru r-u-g-a-r-u on your next set of led lights Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers um he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker there's even water bottles hats sweatshirts the whole swag and we even got a discount code for you guys yes if you use wandering ways at shop ls574 you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase but not only that you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the little shell tribe as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code wandering ways, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. The Wild West is full of dangers, from snakes to bears. The outdoorsman must be prepared. That is why when you experience rivers like the San Juan or the Yellowstone, you must bring a blue ribbon net. Handcrafted and biodegradable, these classic wooden fishing nets are all you need while on the river. Make sure to use code RUGARU10 when checking out at Blue Ribbon Nets. Again, the code is RUGARU10. R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. You know what uh, You know what I wanted to open up with and I totally forgot about until like right now when i was redoing the cool or uh getting ready to do the this cool shit in nature is the hurricane ridge lodge oh, burning down yeah. in olympic yeah yeah no i saw that and i was like you know that sucks i haven't seen that and i was yeah. like been like now like early season 
which is nuts. Uh, to you know, I thought, and it sucks because like I didn't get to see it. But you know what's nice about national parks, you know, with if Yellowstone, one one thing taught me with the floods is they bounce the fuck back. Yes, that's true. I wonder yeah. how the fire happened. Uh, yeah, because I wonder if it was like internal versus like a forest fire kind of thing. I think like, it was internal. I don't think there was a forest fire. That's what I. Yeah, that's what. I, I didn't At least see. that's the vibes I got. That sucks. It really does. I, 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 I Olympic National Park. Our hearts are out to you. Yeah, um, I want to go there and go to that lodge. Now I can't, but they'll they'll build something nice. You know they will. Like Sperry Chile Glacier for sure. Uh, they won't put a chalet, but they'll for sure oh, build I, something. Another lodge. Another something up there for them. Um, but anyways, like Yellowstone. Uh. Yellowstone's got a lot of cool shit. And speaking of it, time for cool shit in nature. I'm here. I got two as per use. This one, super cool, in my opinion. Um, It's a big old waterfall. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. It'd be wild to see like a waterfall like this. That's probably down there in like Columbia or something. uh, Because I'm the only reason based off this post oh no it says boliviar is that bolivia in estadio boliviar south america yeah well yeah but like right there where where yeah. or venezuela maybe venezuela or bolivia that's a beautiful park let's yeah. go i do want to go see the andes i think the andes mountains are fantastic i think they create You want to uh, uh, go see Machu Picchu? Is that what you want to do? I do. I really do. Um, I, but the like that when you look like they talk about that in just the you know native history of like uniting the two continents. There are some historical traditional stories tribes have of going between the two continents. You know, going down there because um, that yeah. backbone, the mountains run. You know, it's crazy. Like the 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 Andes and stuff are basically the Rocky Mountains of the South America. They run north and south. There's mountain range that runs all through Mexico. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, yo, hundred percent. Machu Picchu would be cool. My parents have been, and they said it's really dope. Uh, oh, oh. second cool shit in nature. Um, nothing like seeing a honey badger um get uh scooped up and almost killed here. I think um, I think I think the kids call that getting yeeted these days. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you're right. I think that is what the kids call it is getting yeeted. Um I watched this video and I immediately thought this honey badger should give a fuck because yeah, I love, I love the like aggressiveness. It's just like I'm gonna, it's attacking an ibex. You know, these these ibex are really yeah. kind of. Cool creatures and the ibex with his with his horns just puts him to the ground and just lofts this fucker just yeah. throws him. and i love right like there like right at the like the peak of the fall the thing turns into full cat and like <laughs> gets the legs all like 100 <laughs> percent. he goes like full stiff as a board for the landing and yeah, just like, kind of bounces cat <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> But uh, I yeah, I thought it. that one would be a fun one to watch. 
Yeah, you know, there's a. I was talking to Matt because we were down in uh, Albuquerque there, and we went to the Cabela's because it was right next door to the hotel. Basically, Matt could see it out his window, his hotel room window, um, <laughs> which has been just a pleasure. It has been just a pleasure going to all these hotels with Matt because we went to Denver, and he was like, "This is the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at," and that's what I do. I book the bougiest one, you know, I can find at like the rate. You know, you just you get a rate, and you're like, okay, what hotel I can I get? And you book it. And I've been putting in a, him in some really nice rooms. And he's like, man, this has just been great. And looking at a Cabela's out my window, you know, uh, it's fucking hilarious. He's a good dude. Uh, it's just funny. But we saw the Ibex there and they have Ibex in White Sands National Park down in uh, New Mexico. Really? Yeah. People can hunt them. There's like a special tag. Oh. you can draw. Yeah. They put them there like that? the Spanish, the Spanish like conquistadors and shit put them there. Oh, okay. That's that's starting to make some sense now. Yeah. Um, they doing some crazy shit they like did. that. Uh, anyways, moving on back, we're gonna reel it back, wander our way back into the top five. Uh, we left off at number three. I'm gonna open it up with number three. Uh, with my pick. Going to Grand Prismatic. Oh my um, god. It's That's a good my, one. That's my number that, three, too, boy. Look at that. Look at that. We got things in common. Uh who'd have thought? You know, we travel a lot together. Who'd have thought that we'd have similar likes? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, honestly, it's a great one. Grand Prismatic, it's a great uh geyser it's i mean it's the one you see in all the pictures of yellowstone it's classic it's pretty it's beautiful we've been able to see it i think you and i have been able to see it quite a bit um in the um both in like different times of the day as well as different angles like we've been down below on it as well as we've been up on top up above we've seen mm -hmm. it in the snow we've seen it on a bright blue sunny hot day um, I've seen it at sunset. It's it, it it's spectacular. Um, and 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 when you do hit it, like I I do like come June here when it's uh like sunsets at nine o'clock at night. Go to Grand Prismatic at nine o'clock at night. No one's going to be there. Yeah, that's true, and that'd be a great sunset for sure. Um, the hall, if you get that golden hour too, uh, because of where the sun is setting, like you can get really nice color probably there as well, especially if you get up top to get that aerial view of Grand Prismatic. That kind uh, of the sun kind of sets that way behind that hill. I, well, that's why if you did it, you wouldn't go for the sunset, you would go there for the golden hour part. You'd you'd have to do it two days essentially if you wanted to get both the sunset and the golden hour, because the golden hour, you know, it's nice to have the sun because you'll get some great. But you know, a lot of times it's how the sun's hitting all the other stuff when you're looking away from the sun. Yeah, you want a you want a nice like cloudy day where you're getting those pink clouds. Oh yeah, which, after like a good Montana thunderstorm. Oh oh, yeah, that would. Uh, That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty uh, spot on. No, it really. Grand prismatic. Why I like it is the colors. Oh, very much so. 
the colors are just phenomenal um and then getting up to the like the upper viewpoint that short hike that's a game changer for grand prismatic because grand prismatic's really cool when you're like at like the geyser there but it's really cool from above do you know where that petrified tree is and do you know the bear den by the petrified tree yes okay well that bear den it makes sense now after kind of seeing that one be the way it is that the um that like grand prismatic over there that in the early spring sometimes they'll have signs blocking that off for bear activity because of like bear with cubs in that area and because of how populated that area can get Oh um, yeah. And it makes sense like that they would den up in that area uh too. Um so it's just something to be wor- worried about when you're in that area. Um there's a couple other areas in the park I want to get into when it comes to like the Grand Prismatic type geysers, you know, because there's some of those hikes you can do that take you yeah. to these, these geysers. I mean, they're not as pretty as Grand Prismatic, but like they're just unique. Each geyser, yeah, everyone says, oh, you've seen one, you've seen them all, right? But like in reality, they're they're all unique. Um, it's really cool to see them like up in the mountains, up in the hills, by the trees, down by the lake. You know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Those people that say you see one geyser, you've seen them all, are also the same person that's like, we got to hike to this waterfall. Well, you've seen one waterfall. You've seen them all. They're all the same. So they're they're just they're just they don't understand that they're they're yes they are the same, but there's going to be the subtle differences that make each one of them unique. Yeah, sure, there may not be one as grand as Grand Prismatic, but it's still going to be pretty freaking sweet. Right. No, I really liked. Uh, I really liked like they're one of those hikes me and Jared did. It wasn't like Grand Prismatic. It was a different one. And I took a picture of like a hot spring and I was like, yeah, I just like the way it looked. It looked just perfect the way just looking at it. And like, sometimes you get those blues and those greens that you really like. Uh, but Grand Prismatic has that, just that rainbow effect that just like. Mm-hmm. And then on the walking walk board where you have the, like it, the kind of like the, 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 the rock that you're on is kind of that tiled look. Um, yeah. Fantastic. No, totally. Also, don't step on it, people. Yeah, don't. No, no. <laughs> Too many people that do. Uh, going on, moving on to my number two, since it's your number three, we kind of hit two birds, one stone there. Um, we're just going to jump into my number two. Um, my one and two are kind of similar. I'm not going to lie. They're just two kind of different spots. I like this one because I've had some really good luck. Uh, in this, I always see something super cool. It's uh, the Hayden Valley. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't put Hayden Hayden Valley on mine, but we had some yeah. good we had some good encounters there. Yeah, I have great luck in the Hayden Valley. Um, it's super cool to go for one, but two have really good good luck. Um, I don't know. There's just something when I enter the valley, the valley knows. It does. It really does. I like it. I mean, we've had some good bear sightings there um i believe that's where we saw one with uh 
uh, the group of guys that grizzly bear when we walked down by the geysers there kind of by the dragon's mouth is that oh i think hayden so valley? is that the edge of hayden valley would you count I that think, i feel like i think it is it is the edge of it uh, yeah but no i in that area i saw bear with vince and phil um we saw the mom and cubs from a distance where we were making the jokes as we we're sitting there with all the other tourists and you're just going and all of a sudden you hear yeah. Uh, so and those otters I, that I think we saw yeah we saw otters there yeah yeah I want to say we saw otters swimming around it right there that time and then yeah, uh, yeah it's a it's a pretty I like the way the river flows because when you really see the river there I think that's like when you go to our waterways like that's what they should look like yeah you know uh we don't think about how much water like a town is sucking up right like you take yellowstone the river right you have gardner you have livingston you have big timber you have columbus you have billings you have you know all these towns just in montana sucking off this river and it's like oh it's so low well like if we weren't sucking off of it the way like we are piping into it farming with it like the banks should run like that where I feel like they run right into the grassy groves. Like it just is like almost like a perfect harmony. And the Hayden Valley, I think kind of gives you that, especially with the wildlife, because you do see a lot of wildlife there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, hundred percent agreed on that one. Um, super, super cool. Anyways, what is, uh, what's your number two? Old. Old. Huh. Wouldn't have guessed. Wouldn't I guess? Yeah, no, it's a one, you know, top top two for sure. I like the old faithful area. Um, I like the lodge. It's a really cool lodge, you know. Kind of we talked about that, I believe, last last week with the American grit in the national yeah. park. Um, and you see that you see that in that lodge. Um, I think being America's first national park, uh, when you look at like the the lodges in like glacier. And then the lodges in like I, I I could only imagine a Yosemite and like um like a Sequoia, like some of those other like the Grand Canyon one's nice. Yeah. It's, diff it's different because the Grand Canyon's different. Um I'm sure the Zion one's pretty good. The Bryce one looked pretty fantastic. Um, I don't know. The the Mammoth Cave one looked kind of cool too. I mean, it's kind of more hotel-y, but just like to do the lodges, like I, I, I like that. I like the snow lodge. I like that we were able to camp in the campground there. Uh, even the cafeteria, like the, each, each building is kind of unique in its own way in that area. That's where they put the new native center too. It's in that like photo, that photography building kind of weird. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they put it. Um, and then just like, you know, there's a lot of good things with old faithful. It's kind of just one of those, you know, whenever you're in the park, it's like, you got to go see old faithful yeah it is it's just something i think you always go um because in the little uh visitor center they do a really good job there they have like the videos um that you can go watch so i, I think they do a good job with it um and i mean old faithful it's called old faithful for a reason so <laughs> it really is no and i like that area and like you said that hike back there i do that spot where we go watch it and then if you can just hike back behind, that would be fun. And then, you know, we had that coyote run through the camp. Like, I don't know. It's just, 
cool. I mean, when 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 you go to these parks sometimes, and I feel like Iceland's going to definitely feel that way because we're trying to see a lot in in such a short amount of time. Like, there's two types of trips. You know, there's like the ones like that where it's like we're going to go and we're going to see a lot. We're going to do a lot. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, but then there's like the ones like almost like if we were to stay at that cabin in in West Yellowstone and just stay in that area, like like kind of like the San Diego trip we took, like where 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 you just kind of just chill more so mm-hmm. in that area. And I think the Old Faithful area op- gives you that opportunity in the park, and that's why I'd like to like that. I told speaking earlier, I want to experience that more, but some of those uh i don't know you can like like if we went to iceland and just chilled in Reykjavik for six days like you're still going to have an epic iceland trip yeah i you know if i'm being honest like i think iceland uh, a way another way to do it is kind of like what we did with the hawaii trip we had two main bases that we had and we just made three we filled up the days from like the one base. So I think you could do that kind of thing with Iceland and see a fuck ton. Uh, But you could also do the six days in Reykjavik and see a fuck ton too. So, or you can do see the whole Island and you're going to see a fuck ton. So exactly. No. And and that's the fun of it. But I do think the old faithful area, when you get down to like the brass tacks of it, like, I don't know. And I think it'd be something fun to do with a good group. You know, it really sometimes is just getting that good group together and enjoying those, those places, those times together. 100, 125% on that one. Um, agreed. Um, moving on to my number one. Um, I have been a fan of this spot from the very first trip that I took into uh, Yellowstone. Um, when, was, when was that? And I'm curious because I'm curious. I, I am. I'm very curious if we share the same number one. When was your first trip in Yellowstone? First trip to Yellowstone was back in the drought of 2015. It was okay. So that was their first time. Going yeah. Over okay. That was first time in Yellowstone. Confirmed. So confirm that. Confirmed. Uh, can confirm uh and yeah so big fan of it ever since that day i have had the best of luck i always see the coolest shit in this spot um i tell everyone to go visit it um it's the lamar valley that's my number one too yeah um for yeah one of i think my favorite part well, favorite part because I just love to imagine, but when you're driving and you see the buffalo in the distance and the amount of ground that they cover at the population that they're at now, and then you can just sit there and you fathom of the numbers that it used to be, and you're like, holy shit, because you can start just imagining that valley just get absolutely filled with litter. Uh, yeah, with them. So I think that's like I think my f- favorite part. That's why I always why I tell people to go to Lamar Valley. I like it. I really do. I I like. I mean, the, like you said, the the wolves, the bears, the the badger. That's where we saw the badger. Me and Jared saw some otters there. 
great, great experience. It's open in the winter. It's open in the summer. We saw that's where we saw that fox hunting mice and voles through the snow was there. Um, mm-hmm. I really Lamar is it's a special place. And there's two spots in the Lamar Valley um, is when you first get into the Lamar Valley and you look and this is coming from Tower and you look and you just it you see the true Lamar Valley go back. Mm hmm. And it goes all the way back because the road doesn't go that way. You know, it kind of, it kind of skirts it. And you could just tell at the end of that valley, those wolves, those bison, those animals that are way down there are untouched. Cause you look on the map, you know, that goes right back into those mountains from like Cody. Like, you know, that's just like the grail, but you see the mountains in the background and it's just picturesque. Um, and then the other one is when you're looking from Soda Butte towards Cook City, which that I don't think that technically is the Lamar Valley, but I like to consider it part because it's just how it branches off. Yeah. Uh, but it that right there, when you're looking out at that those mountains by, behind there, um, that's that that's probably my favorite spot in the whole park right there. Is you just you just you, nothing matters when you're there. You know what I mean? Like like you're just like shit like here we are like we could just be here like just just why like why why worry about taxes why worry about this why worry about that you know when we could just just be here and and it's it's crazy because like as a native person like that was the way of life and that was the way of life that was taken you know what i mean like it was just it, you know and i think that's where like sometimes you get like the laziness aspect of people is is you know, especially of ethnic people, because a lot of those ethnic people that were conquered by European communities had that, like, no, like we just relax, we chill, like we just, you know, like we live by the river, we'll go hunt a bison. That'll last us a couple days. We don't need to keep working for food, you know, every day. Like we can we can relax, you know, when did it become about it's I I I need more or I need to be greater than you. I need to have more than you. And it wasn't, it wasn't that way. And, and, and that, that spot really gives me that feeling. Um, I could go there every day. Um, I try to as much as I can. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I mean, it does take you to another place for sure. I mean, when I, when Vince, Phil and I did our trip and we got to Yellowstone, um, we went out of our way to, I had to show Vince and Phil, um, Lamar Valley. I think, uh, Vince had seen it because he was in Yellowstone like a couple weeks before we had gotten there uh, right. or like a month before. But I mean, Phil hadn't. So, and you know, it's one of the, cause it, it, it takes you to a different place, even though it takes you to a different time, time. Yes. You know, and it's, it's interesting how it does that because you well, feel, it, you really do feel like, like that's like that true, probably the truest part of nature you'll feel kind of ever. Yeah. And it's weird in that sense. Cause it, it it's kind of, uh, as the term, it's kind of ineffable, which is another word for like hard to explain. Well, and it, it, and it, it's, it's exactly, it's, it's when you're looking at it and you're looking at the direction of humanity it just makes you question a lot and yeah. it, it makes you, it makes you think deeper. And I think that, I mean, the Lamar Valley is so special. I mean, I know Jared and Colton and those guys get, get sick and tired of, of like my thing. I love in the winter there 
you're doing that drive and then you stop in cook city and you go eat at that dingy fucking bar because that's <laughs> you know what i mean though but that's like that's fun to go do that in places you know what i mean you go find those it's good food you're you know like you're, you're gonna you're gonna eat it you're gonna enjoy it you're gonna have a good time but you can sit in that bar in those windows you just look right out at those mountains in the white snow you know just capped and the snowmobilers doing their thing but you can just sit there and enjoy and that, that kind of that thought of like where you just were in that valley having those times having those moments then you go sit down in a bar like that you can go watch the tv they're talking about the fucking drought in the southwest but here you are <laughs> in a snowy mountain and it's just i don't know it's it's interesting and it and those are those places i guess you hear like ernest hemingway and stuff when they spend time they write their novels or they tell their stories you know and that it's it's the greater thing of life of like if you have that appreciation and you have that understanding when you're in these places and you have this top five you know where you want to have those moments and experiences you know you 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 are living i think a good quality of life because you have those people who like that that's what Ernest Hemingway writes his fucking books about and we study him and we want to be like him and we do this and we do that you know you 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 listen to like even the bible be a good person pick up you know after one another do this like don't turn the cheek you know and you look at the way we live with nature and you go to these parks you see that you see everything in that way of of just being good um it almost takes the evil and the and the the hate out of the out of the way when you're in these places like you, you don't you don't see that i mean you, you can don't get me wrong but like like even death in the parks like you see like a wolf take down a an elk it's not seen as evil or hate it's it's seen as natural right but you you see something like that you see some dogs attacking a, a cat in the street it's evil and hate right like different intent you know and it, it's interesting 100% I feel it there. Anyways, I actually have to be that guy. Um, we're running out of time. So um, thankfully, we got through it. Uh, I think we were going to get close and we're in on two. That'd be awkward if you'd be in the middle. And my number one, I'm sorry, I have to be that guy. That'd be the ultimate cliffhanger. <laughs> um, no, I knew with Lamar, I knew we'd be good. We good. We Gucci. Oh, I, I did too. But Anyways, it's time for the final words. So final words, my guy. Uh, you know, find your top five in these parks, you know, especially those parks you hold uh, near and dear to yourself uh, and, and find those things you really appreciate and like about them. Because when you when you spend the time to talk about the things you appreciate in life, it makes you think about the other things you appreciate or the other things you want to do or the other things you want to accomplish, you know. Um, and it just, it, it helps build that positive mindset. I know Mark, Reverend Mark's always preaching the good word about building a positive mindset. Um, because that's, that makes you a better person, you know, no matter where you're at. And if you can think positive, do positive things, you know, get the hate out of your mind, it can do a lot. It really can. Um, and, and, you know, not everyone, not everyone in the world is mean. <laughs> this is true. This is true uh reverends final words of wisdom stay beautiful everybody i can't tell you how much i appreciate every single one of you for listening all the way through listening to all of the other episodes all the other uh watching all the other 
videos, all that fun stuff. Um, you know, we're in the we're summers are clicking. It's time to get outside to do as much as you can. You know, I may not be out on adventures, but I am getting outside. I'm planning on a run tomorrow. I have a run on Thursday. I have a I'm probably gonna go on a long bike ride outside this weekend. So it is even though I am working all of those days, I'm still finding the time to get outside. I just do it the way I, I do best, which is with motion. Um but with that being said, peace out everybody. Bye.